Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. living in the time Jesus referred to here as the beginning of sorrows. In my opinion, it's upon us. Pestilences. You know, just when you think we're over COVID, there's a new kind of COVID or whatever. And then monkeypox and whatever else and famine. So listen, the, the warning, the exhortation that's given to us here in this final portion of Romans chapter 16, we need to take it seriously. We're living in tough times where our families and our friends are dividing over nonsense. In today's message, Pastor Robert will urge you to keep Jesus at the center of your homes and your friendships, as to not lose loved ones over arguing and bickering. Make Jesus the center and love will come without difficulty. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Romans chapter 16 as he continues his message, Final Thoughts. You know, there's a global famine beginning right now. I mean, right now. We're not experiencing it yet so much in the U.S., but all these things, he says, but it's, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. All these things are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. You'll be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another and hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations and then the end will come. Now, just to quickly put it in perspective. Remember, until Jesus establishes his earthly kingdom in Jerusalem, until he's literally governing the nations of the world physically from Israel, we got at least a thousand years before this is all over. The end of the world is more than a thousand years away. Because what the Bible teaches is that for a thousand years, he, he's going to return to the earth and he's going to physically set up a government centered in Jerusalem. And for at least a thousand years, he's going to govern the planet. And, and, and then there's going to be kind of a final sifting, which I'll come back to in a minute, the final sifting of humanity to kind of get the weeds out. And then he's going to uncreate all of this. Peter describes it in one of his epistles that everything will dissolve. 
being subjected to fervent heat is the way he, he words it. He's, it's like all of creation, heaven and earth, going to go through a meltdown, literal, total meltdown. And then we get new heavens and a new earth. And the way he words it is in which righteousness dwell, but the way we should understand it is in which there is no evil. No more temptation, no more devil, no more... Listen, we live in such exciting times because we're living in the time Jesus referred to here as the beginning of sorrows. In my opinion, it's upon us. Pestilences. You know, just when you think we're over COVID, there's a new kind of COVID or whatever. And then monkeypox and whatever else and famine. So listen, the, the warning, the exhortation that's given to us here in this final portion of Romans chapter 16, we need to take it seriously. He says in Romans chapter 16, verse 17, Now I urge you, brethren, note those who cause divisions and offenses. Now, I titled the message this week, Final Thoughts. This is the last thing. He's written this long letter, and you'll see he he keeps trying to close it out. And it's like, oh, wait, one more thing. Oh, wait, one more thing. These final thoughts, he's like, he's like, I urge you, I urge you, family in Christ, I urge you, note those who cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you learned and avoid them. For those who are such do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly. And by smooth words and flattering speech deceive the hearts of the simple. So he, he gives us these indicators. He's like, they're, they're smooth talkers. They're extremely eloquent. Oh, they, they're convincing and they butter you up, you know, the insincere compliments, the flattery. They're going to make you feel good about yourself. But if you pay attention, they're working their own game. They're not serving Christ. It's not Jesus they're lifting up. It's their own agenda that they're pursuing. It's their own advancement. It's their, it's their own gain. It's their own belly that they're, that they're really focused on. And so, you know, the Bible warns us over and over, and we've seen it repeatedly being, being warned against those who create divisions and factions and try to split us up over, you know, this or that. You know, this, this, you know, music is better here, preacher's better here. This one doesn't believe in baptism by immersion, and then we know that's what's biblical. So, I mean, you know, so we divide about whether or not you dunk or sprinkle or, or whatever, and whether or not God is, is so completely sovereign in the affairs of men that you actually don't have the freedom to make any choices or or maybe the opposite is true maybe maybe God's sovereignty means something totally different and so actually you have absolute freedom of choice and God just limits his understanding and in the same way that Jesus limited himself to a physical body he he God limits his foreknowledge so that he doesn't know what you're going to choose until you choose it and and but we divide over these things that one day we're going to find out we were all mistaken about parts of what we thought we knew and we need to we need to identify those things that make us family what is it that makes us family well the bible says if you believe that god raised jesus from the dead it's talking about like physically literally he brought him back to life if you confess that with your mouth if you come into agreement with him that you're sinful that that, that you're imperfect you're a mess and you can't change that. You need him to change that. There are really only two or three things that we need to be in agreement on in, in, in order to walk together in fellowship and share this gospel of the kingdom with other people. 
There's a lot we can just kind of let go of. Stop arguing about. Stop fighting over. And it's imperative that we do so because like we saw in our first part of, you know, the study of the first part of Romans 16, we need connection with each other. We need to be plugged in. We need to be working together. This, all this virtual stuff. I've been so tempted to just turn the cameras off and unplug the internet because so many people are, are still not, not coming back to church. And it, it's like, okay, you've concluded apparently that you can do without the, the hugs. You, you can't. You're going to flame out. You're going you're to dry up and die. And the body of Christ is missing out on whatever it is that you would bring to the table. We need each other. We need the connection. We need to be working together with a common purpose, the common goal of lifting up the name of Jesus. So the Bible tells us again to make note of and avoid those who divide us. But now in Romans 16, it it actually goes a little bit further. It commands us to avoid everybody who brings offense. And that intrigued me. So I... I looked into it a little more deeply. And this is point number one, by the way. The Bible is telling us that we need to avoid evil influencers. Avoid those who influence us away from Christ. Or or away from the, the passionate pursuit of what He has for us. The Greek word that Paul used there where it says offenses, it, it, it means we're supposed to stay away from people whose influence in our lives is more towards serving our humanity than serving him. You know, I've told you before, there's a, a guy years ago that, you know, he came to me, he's all frustrated after a service one Sunday morning. And he's like, I don't know what to do because, you know, my, my roommate, he's every weekend. I mean, he wants me to go out to this, to a club with him every Friday night. And I'm telling him I can't do that anymore. I don't, and, and, he, and he, he's like, and he, He's a brother in Christ. He goes to the church. I don't want to judge him. I'm like, dude, judge him. Thanks for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. There's so much to learn and appreciate from the book of Romans. Paul wrote this letter to the church in Rome, even though he'd never met those people. This is how it can be with ministry over the radio too. People are touched by God's word, even if you haven't met in person. For those who do live nearby Miami, we invite you to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. We offer Spanish translation for the 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. services. If you're not able to join us in person, join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. If these messages have been an encouragement to your heart, would you let us know? Give us a call at 305 531 When you call, also let us know how we can be lifting you up in prayer. That number again is 305-531-2730. Thanks so much for listening to God's Word today. 
We trust it has blessed your soul and renewed you in a special way. That's it for today, but please come back next time right here on Main Thing Radio.